0: Welcome to the Mother-Daughter Date Podcast. I'm the mother. No, you don't want to
1: be the mother. Oh, I haven't told you yet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the daughter. I'm the mother. And we are talking about something very important, gut health, constipation, and breaking the poo taboo. Have we ever talked about poo? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I think families talk about poo. Especially I when they go into the bathroom and it's a little stinky. I don't think we talk about it as much as other families do, but. <laughs> of course, I, I, when I, you know, it doesn't stink.
0: That, well, that's great. I'm glad we're talking about it now. Because <laughs> I've always
1: wondered. We tend to talk more about the animal's poo than we do our own. Because we are constantly looking Picking to see. Picking if- it up? Picking it up to see if they're healthy, if it's in little pellets or if, you know, what color it is, what form it is. I think we spend more time worrying about our animals' health than we do our own. I think, yeah, I get really concerned if it's, if it's not normal, so. <laughs> but on this podcast, we're talking about our poo. And like I said, breaking the poo taboo. We're giving you the scoop on poop. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. You have no idea what I'm going to ask you. Um, after you go poop. Do you turn around and look at it? <laughs> I try not to. I really try to just let it be and leave and pretend like it didn't happen. Um, I think a lot of people do turn around and take a look at it. I really do. I think that that's a thing and nobody talks about it. If, if we're talking about your father, he likes to call me into the bathroom and say, come on in here. I want you to look at something. Yeah, that's special. It's
0: special. Very wow. special. That's Mm -hmm. deep. I didn't know that you had that type of relationship. I don't think I'll ever have
1: that type of relationship. Yeah, you think you won't until you do, Georgia? No, I really don't think I
0: will. I never talked about it in relationships, like serious relationships, not that was not a conversation ever. Okay, that's okay. Are
1: you embarrassed to talk about it?
0: I'm not embarrassed as much as I'm like, That's my business, and that's your business and And we can deal with it in different ways. If someone talks about it, like alter the power, but that's just something that I don't really confide about.
1: Does that make sense? Actually, it makes perfect sense because apparently forty percent of Canadians aged eighteen to thirty four say they are embarrassed to purchase laxatives if they're constipated. and twenty six percent have hidden a purchase, which, which really kind of makes sense to me because whenever I'm in a drugstore getting any sort of, you know, purchase that I might be embarrassed about, I'll hide the purchase. I don't want people to see what I'm buying. I think I'm mixed. It depends on the day.
0: It depends how many people are in the drugstore. <laughs> if I'm next to like a bunch of women in the same aisle, I don't care. But like if it's packed, then I'm going to hide it. Absolutely. And now they have purchased where you can do it on your own. So it's like no one knows what the heck you're getting. It makes it so much easier. I'm probably more comfortable buying a laxative over feminine products. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Why? I don't know. I think there was a stigma like growing up buying like with products that I'd rather somebody see a laxative than than something else. Well, people buy toilet paper
1: so somebody's got a poopy bum
0: <laughs> well dad always brings it up when we're at the grocery store if someone's holding toilet paper he goes that guy's <laughs> you know what he's using that for <laughs> every time we go to the grocery store and we're right next to them
1: <laughs> so if people do look it's true perfect segue georgia we would like to thank Senecott for sponsoring this podcast Seneca laxatives makes your number twos their number one priority. A trusted brand with over 60 years of experience, Seneca helps Canadians find gentle overnight relief from occasional constipation. It's made with natural senna, which is a shrub-like
0: plant, and if you didn't know, senna leaves and pods have been used for centuries in the east and west for their laxative
1: properties. It's great just to have in the cupboard in case you need it or to take on vacay just to be prepared. We were also
0: surprised to find out that over one in three Canadians have experienced occasional constipation during vacation. So not only is it a cabinet essential, but a toiletry essential for
1: your next vacay. So I remember when I used to watch the Oprah Winfrey show, religiously, she talked about poop on one of the episodes. And I thought, wow, Oprah is talking about poop in all shapes and sizes. And everybody started looking at their poop and talking about their poop. And I really feel that she made it okay to talk about poop. So um, I don't think that there's as much of a taboo. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about shapes, sizes, color, uh, when you should be going, how often you should be going. So, you ready for this, Georgia? Sure. We all want healthy poo. So, the healthiest poo is a long cylinder shape. So, you should be turning around looking at your poo. Uh, If your poo takes on other shapes, it may indicate something could be going on with your digestive system. So, we want a really good digestive system. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But let's talk about firmness. Uh firmness. Ideally your stool should be somewhere between firm and soft. And Georgia, thank goodness we actually don't need to feel it to find it. We don't need to squeeze it.
0: Oh, then what have I been doing every morning? <laughs> oh gosh. Georgia, I didn't read the whole thing. You don't have to squeeze it. Well, good thing we're doing this podcast because we
1: are teaching people a My lot. My hands have been dirty. <laughs> I've been uh, confused. <laughs> You just have to look at it. Okay. Um, first you're going to notice the color. Of course it should be brown. Um, but sometimes there could be other colors in the toilet because we might have beets that day or we might have corn. (laughs) I'm sorry to put that. Listen, we all know what we're talking about. Okay. You know what we're talking about, but, um, yeah. So if you, obviously, so if you eat something green, you could be eating some, a lot of leafy greens. It's going to be green. Um, but you're gonna you're gonna maybe start to wonder if your poop is is yellow. You don't want yellow poo. I don't think I've ever had yellow poo. I don't think I have either. But now I'm thinking about kids when they eat crayons
0: and what happens. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, that's what I've been thinking about.
1: So. Why is your poop neon green? Because they ate a crayon. Yep. Um, no, but if it's yellow, if it's yellow, your poop that could mean um, and it's stinky uh, you've probably be, been eating too much fat. Um, so we want to make sure that we have a, a healthy diet, but sometimes we do. We just recently went to a fair and we did not eat healthy at all. And I actually felt really sick the next day. I felt sick on the
0: car ride home.
1: Yeah. That was dark. Because we are what we eat. If you have black poo, it could mean you're taking some iron supplements. But if you're not, it also could mean something else. So you should definitely go and see your doctor. And if you have red poop, there could be a dietary reason. Like I said, beets, cranberries, red gelatin, and tomato juice. But if it is red because there may be some blood, then definitely get in touch with your doctor. It's always good to talk to your doctor about your poop every single time. That sounded like a threat. <laughs> wow. Um, I think we're teaching people a lot about their poop. I think it's important because it it tells us a lot about our health. Uh if your poop is pale and white and chalky, that's not good. I think everybody would know. Chalky
0: that. and white?
1: Wait, did you say chalky and white? Chalky? Pale or white poop, chalky? Go to the
0: doctor. <laughs>
1: Have you that, has that ever happened to you? No, but I've seen it in Dixie, our dog. I've seen it in her poop, yeah. Oh my God, that's, yeah. that's bad. It is bad. It could mean your body isn't producing bile. So it could mean that you have an infection. See, our poop tells us a lot and that that a bile duct is blocked. Um, so pale poop could also mean a side effect of medicine. So if you're taking something, of course, that's why when we go to the doctor, they, all, they always look at what you're taking. Um, have you ever had to do a sample a stool sample yes cool have you nope no i didn't think so i don't even know how that would work well i'm over 50 so yes you get these envelopes in the mail and you actually yeah and, and you, you mail it and you mail it in to you make mail sure it to the wrong address <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's>, that's <laughs> not good i don't want anybody so it did come in the mail and i actually thought of ignoring it because you actually have to take a little bit of a sample with can a little, you ignore it well, you can ignore it but you shouldn't you have to send it in to make sure it's um it's a colon cancer test oh okay yeah so you can go get which you should get checked at a certain age you should go through the whole entire test but before you do that once you turn 50 they send you something in the mail where they just they can test your poop to see if you've you know the if if you have to go and get further testing so i had just left it sitting there for months and your father was the one that came over and said you know, we got it. You got to do this test. So Can he help you? No. Well, he did actually help me. He stood outside the door. <laughs> told me. I know. And he mailed it for me. That's a good husband. I know I complain about him a lot, but that was something very That's nice. nice. That's very nice. You know what? It really, it made me think that maybe he really does care about me. He might really love or me. Maybe he needed it for something. <laughs> like what? I don't know. <laughs> No, but he did. He he did stand outside. He made me do it. Wow, then, wow that's nice. I don't yeah. think
0: I'd want a partner to stand outside the bathroom, but I. That's nice. Yeah, maybe I turn on the fan, play some music.
1: <laughs> I, I don't care anymore. Wow, you might do that at the beginning of a relationship. I think do that forever. When you've been together for twenty five years, you don't really care. But I do it
0: with you. I've known you forever, and I still do it. I'm still cautious. Are you? I'm very private yeah aren't I do you think I'm not I think you're extremely private I'm a very private person I think yes. I, I've always been so like when you talk about it like that I'm like I can't do that
1: yeah like I think you're still shocked sometimes when I go to the washroom and I leave the door open and you just walk by and go what? yeah I can't do that yeah like, or like I'm in the
0: shower and like I'm nude no I'm never I'm, I'm always never. I'm pretty private I'm a private person
1: you have been private since you were a child yep yes like i used this to take- is why this this is podcast is so. uh i know <laughs> great i knew it would make you uncomfortable <laughs> like when you were little and you were in dance classes and you had to do quick changes like you had 13 dance numbers Yeah. so everybody would run in the back and just whip off their clothes nobody cared nobody was looking at each other and i actually had to buy you a tent yeah like this tent thing so when you came i put the the tent over your body and then you changed under the tent really quick and then i pulled it off yep
0: yes oh yeah i never let anyone see anything keep the mystery alive what do i do up there you'll never know yeah, you are very. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe it'll change. I don't know. I don't even think I've ever. I don't even know when you poop. Nope. No. There's there was a video that came up on my page recently that was like how to do it discreetly, and it was videos <laughs> on like how people put toilet paper under so you don't hear it, and then you close the the lid right away and you flush it before you wipe because that means that there's no chance for anything to come out. Oh my god. <laughs> Because what if you're you're at a crush's house and you're like, what do I do? Oh, I don't
1: know. That would, I, that's hard. I would go home.
0: One time. I'd say I have to go home. Do you remember when Maddie had like 25 people at her cottage? Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone kept using the bathroom and they started getting weaker and weaker and people started clogging the toilet <gasps> and they'd have to come out and like get out. But it kept happening It happened to like three people.
1: So people didn't want to go to the bathroom the whole week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess if I, I don't, I don't do you go in public restrooms? Yeah, you do. So yeah. you don't because you're not supposed to hold it in.
0: No, I don't care about that. But then I do all the rules that TikTok showed me wow you can learn a lot from tiktok you really can so you put the the toilet paper in Over, the bar right yeah so right. no sound so no sound as soon as you're done flush you flush right away right away wipe after go like do it twice i turn the water on uh that's smart yeah that's very but smart. every time someone turns the water on i go what are they doing
1: they're pooping yep yeah. So you could do that, and then what do you do if it smells? Flush it right away. Sometimes it doesn't help. If you do it before you wipe, what do you do if you walk out and somebody's waiting to go to the washroom? Do you go, hey, just so you know, that wasn't me; it was the person. Yeah, you say, but,
0: you go, oh god, it's really bad in there. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know who was in there, but they really. Yeah, st- of
1: course I believe that. <laughs> which which brings it all back to. We're still embarrassed about this, <laughs> the natural bodily function of
0: pooping. I'm not embarrassed. I'm just secretive about it. Do you remember when I was at Nancy's pool and she told me I could use the bathroom in the outhouse, but it was like one of those portable ones and oh, I yeah. didn't know I wasn't allowed to use it for something else. And then
1: they had to clean it out. Oh, because it was only for number one?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she should
1: have told you that. That's
0: why I'm I'm traumatized. You were so young. (laughs) Yeah. And it was the most embarrassing thing of my life. (laughs) I remember that. No, honestly, that's that's why there's so much trauma built against the bathroom is because of Nancy's
1: outhouse. I don't think there's anything worse than if you clog a toilet that's not yours. I I can't think of anything. I've never been in an outhouse, a real outhouse. You've never been in an outhouse? Never. I'm a city (gasps) kid. That's true. When I was young, I went to a camp and there was, and you used the outhouse. So, like, I'm fine with outhouses because when you're at camp and like, there's no an outhouse, I've never gone camping.
0: I've never gone to an outhouse. I've never, like, outside, nothing. You are a city kid. I'm such a city kid.
1: So, you've never been out in the wilderness and had
0: to dig a hole? No, like, the most I'd say is, no, no. I got to take
1: you camping.
0: No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the gesture, but I think I. Uh, I don't
1: take that upstairs for granted. But you know what I think is funny? Is that I don't think I've ever judged somebody else, you know, stinking up a bathroom, or I would never judge someone clogging a toilet. But yet we would be so embarrassed if we did it.
0: Yeah, I I don't, yeah. If something smells, I'm like a little like, oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) maybe they should be
1: listening to this podcast. But... (laughs) it's so funny when you're first dating someone like when i was dating your father oh my gosh that would be i would never ever did he fart in front of you when you were dating almost immediately i hate that (laughs) and i would never but then you're with each other for i don't know however long after a year and you you don't care anymore i don't think that will ever be me no no ever ever yeah i don't care anymore I oh didn't my care God. a long time ago. It uh, took I I'd say it took 6 months to a year maybe before I was like, I don't really care. I uh, stunk up the bathroom. Respect. Respect. <laughs> respect. I wish I could do that. I'm you pretty might be private. Yeah. Actually, no, but-
0: I'm okay. I'm okay in front of like Dasha and and Maggie and Maddie and stuff. That's fine because they're really open about it. Like they're really really open about it to the point where like I'm in the room with them when they go. Okay, so you have friends that are very open about this. Very open about it. Like like a little bit too much to the point where like it's, we talk about it for a lot. I love to hear that. That's great. Yeah, I'm a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I'll make a comment and everyone, yeah, that's it. That's as far as I go. Or
1: I stand in the bathroom with them. We're going to talk about the timing of your bowel movement. The most common time to poop is in the morning. Right after your uh, body has worked overnight from processing all your food. But there's nothing wrong with having a bowel movement at any other time of the day. Um, I think that's normal for most people. It should take just a couple of minutes for you to have a bowel movement. No more than 10 or 15 minutes. Sometimes people like to just sit on the toilet yeah, and read. Yeah, dad usually takes 20. Yeah, but he's just reading. <laughs> he I think is. I think he's he reading. He
0: is. Uh, yeah, he's he likes to take his time. Yeah, he does. We're exposing dad more than we're <laughs> (laughs)
1: Um, if there's pain or straining to get your poop out you're probably constipated I think you would know that and how often should you poop you don't need to poop every day apparently wow I I thought that that you did but yeah you don't you don't have to poop every day to be regular for everybody it's different it's normal and healthy to have a bowel movement anywhere between one to two times a day Who's having them two times a day? I know the dog does. That's a lot. A me. lot a lot more people than you think. Yeah. People who are eating a lot of fiber, which is good. Yay. Uh, and every other day is normal for some. So that's okay. Uh, everybody's body is different. Less than three times a week is usually, it usually means you're constipated. And if you're producing soft, well-formed logs that aren't too hard to push out, your bowels are probably in good shape. Uh, poop smell. Poop never smells like a bouquet of roses. Mine, mine do. That's weird. Me too. Yeah. I guess it's a
0: genetics thing.
1: I guess it is. Yeah, yeah the whole family it runs in well, our. Well, not family. Dad's side. <laughs> no, his he's different. Poor Dad. Uh, so if your poop stinks, you're in good company. So see. Yeah, stinky poo is fine. Uh, But the smell of your poop, if it makes your eyes water, it's probably not a good sign. Call your doctor. Most likely it's due to an infection or a stomach bug. Um, But in some cases, foul smelling feces happens when your body is unable to process gluten or other nutrients. So if you notice that your poop smells really, really bad after you eat certain things, bring it up to your doctor. Uh, Should your poop float or sink I have never ever thought of this I haven't either never has that ever entered my mind can I guess
0: yeah go ahead and god I don't know I don't want to guess because
1: if it's wrong that means I (laughs) No, well I will you if you look at your poop it sinks it doesn't I've never that's what I would say too has anybody ever had floating poop well Well, maybe if you're sick well if your poop floats it's typically not something to worry about though okay floaters are often caused by they call them floaters (laughs) Oh, we have a whole new line of vocabulary today. This is crazy. If you've got floaters, uh, it is often caused by excess gas from eating things like beans or sugar-free candies. Oh my gosh, you eat a lot of beans. So what's that like for you? I've never had floating poop, but I love beans. Beans, beans, they're good for your heart. You know the rest. But if you have floating stools that are also stinky... It could be a sign that your body isn't processing food correctly. see how much our poop can tell us about ourselves? Yeah, gosh, we got to start reading into that. <sighs> we really do. I'll uh, tell
0: my friends next time I'm in the bathroom with yes, them. Yes, tell them. I can't I'll say, get it. up
1: and turn around. <laughs> can we go back to that? Because I've never had a friend poop in front of me I've had ever. like multiple. They're really comfortable around you. Yeah. Well, you've been together for years.
0: Yeah. I'm more comfortable with my friends
1: than with a partner for sure. Yeah, I'd like to know if ever like if you're comfortable with. I don't think I'm comfortable pooping in front of your father. I mean, I would if I had to, but I don't think I'd be comfortable doing that. No. Okay, so we are going to talk about gut health, but before we do, we're going to take a look at the Bristol Stool Chart. So there is a chart; you can look it up on Google. Um, so let's take a look at the images, and if you're listening, images? to us, we've got images on our YouTube channel. But if you're listening to us on the podcast, we're going to show images, images. of what they're cartoon images. They're not going to be Thank like you. actual. Thank you. I have been taking photos, Georgia, and everything. <laughs> out of it. Oh, so have I. <laughs> you,
0: you don't flush the <laughs> toilet <laughs> enough.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's not even funny. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a joke. <laughs> okay. If your poop looks smallish and roundish, like if it's little round pellets that are surprisingly hard to squeeze out. <laughs> oh my God. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then you are a reindeer. You should be on Santa's sleigh. You should. See you in Christmas. If they look like marbles, you're probably constipated. So grab that Seneca from your cupboard, if that's the case. If it's a log that took a bit of effort to get out, you probably have mild constipation and it could be your diet. Uh, That's type two. That's interesting. Type three, a sausage shape with cracks on the surface. Maybe it looks a little bit bumpy, like a cob of corn. Uh, If this bowel movement slides out very quickly and when you flush it down, it doesn't fall apart. Yay, your poop is healthy and your digestive system is working the way it should. Ooh. Type four, if you see a log that has a smooth surface like a snake. Just read it. as. <laughs> Why are you trying to judge it up? No, okay. <laughs> if you see a log that is smooth on the surface like a snake, this typically is easy to push out as well and flushes down in one piece. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, Type five, if your stools are soft blobs with defined edges and extra easy to push out, your diet may not have enough soluble fiber in it. So, it's good to add some more fiber in it. And type six, if you see mushy blobs with ragged edges, these stools can look a little like porridge. What that means is you have mild diarrhea. Mm, It could be related to diet. And type seven, Last but not least, if your poop is pure liquid, do I even need to say it, like gravy? Uh, What that means is you've got diarrhea. So, it can be caused by a variety of things. Food poisoning, food intolerances, medical conditions like gluten or lactose. But a healthy poo means a healthy you. I'm going to start looking at my poo more. Are I'm going to start
0: looking at your poo too.
1: <laughs> Taking photos of it and putting it out on the internet? Yeah,
0: just to ask people what they think about it, if they think that my mom's healthy, because I worry about you, right? Do you worry about me? Of course, me? I want to make sure that it looks nice and proper. Hmm. You will never know when I'm going, <laughs> so you will never have the chance, but if anything's really irregular, I'll let you know. So we do want
1: healthy poo, Georgia, and we're going to talk about gut health, how to stay regular, how to stay healthy, and you know you are a very healthy person you're always eating healthy so let's talk about the things that we can eat that can promote good gut health well for
0: example the number one Mm -hmm. thing for gut health that a lot of people say is fiber yes and probiotics we eat a lot of yogurt in this house which feeds good gut bacteria Um, also drinking lots of water getting enough sleep kind of trying to maintain stress levels everything is connected a lot of people also talk about low-impact exercises which is what I try to do dad takes Dixie for a walk every day. You walk to the gym uh, and eating less processed foods focused on fruits, fruits and veggies. Because we are what we eat. You are what you eat. It just it kind of it's common sense. It's not common sense. Some people don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really that your body's a machine. hmm. And that's why looking is important because it shows you what's going on
1: from head to toe. Boom! Full circle. You can be constipated for so many different reasons, and one reason could be because you're having too much protein. I was on. I a,
0: thought you were going to say sex.
1: <laughs> and I don't, don't know why. That, <laughs> I don't know like, like, if that of you constipation. You're having too much. I'm, having too much what? <laughs> I'm constipated all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but what is what is the reason for constipation? Protein. I think there's a lot of different reasons, but I, I was on a high protein diet, and um, I was just basically eating protein and that can constipate you and you notice after a few days you're like why what is going on um it's because of your diet not drinking enough water uh stress tre- stress can cause constipation and holding it in like we talked about that where mm. um people hold it in cuz they don't want to go at work or they don't want to go in, in a public uh restroom and that can that can cause constipation
0: just go just go just go let it go let, let it go
1: um, were you constipated when you were pregnant? Yes, I was. Were you? So, yes, yes. That when you're pregnant, you you because you're also taking a lot of um vitamins when you're pregnant and vitamins medication. Did uh, if you you you're like taking being a certain pregnant? type of, uh, I will tell you. Yes, your father will tell you no. I, I have really great memories, and your father will say, "I don't think I could handle you ever being pregnant." Really? again. Really? Yeah, I think I threw a plate once. I was yeah. <laughs> It was. I, I, I think I said when I was pregnant with your brother, never, never let me get pregnant again. Wow. I never want to again. And then I was like, oh, I want to get pregnant. I feel like I'd be the worst. You forget. Yeah, especially forget. if
0: I was constipated, I would be pissed.
1: Um, there's a lot of things that happen with pregnancy. My goodness. Um, oh God, I'm not. Yeah, you'll find out. I don't want to discourage oh. you from getting pregnant. Don't people um, get really emotional? Yeah, you get emotional. I'm already emotional enough. Um, but it's quite beautiful. The, yeah? The first three months, you're you're so excited that you're pregnant. And yes, you might throw up. You might be sick. Um, but the, ne- the first six months, I guess the first three months, you're excited. You don't tell anybody that you're pregnant. And then the next three months leading up to your six-month point, you look so cute. You've got your little belly going on and everybody's starting to notice and you're telling people and then the last three months are pure uh, There's are not that bad oh god i i would look terrible pregnant uh no you cute as a button everybody's cute when they're pregnant really yeah you get yeah tangles <laughs> Honestly, it's it, you know what it was great. I'm going to say the last couple months you just get really uncomfortable. Nine months is a long time. Sleep. Yes, but the first six months are a breeze. The first six months, you 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 you, it's, it's not as bad. It's when your belly gets really big and you can't sort of position yourself in oh bed gosh. and you've got this human being that's like kicking you. I sleep on my stomach and they're looking to move and they're like, oh god, yeah, you can't sleep on your stomach when you're pregnant.
0: And I already, I already pee a bit when I sneeze, so I'm screwed. Oh yeah,
1: pretty much. Oh my gosh. You just, I used to sleep on my stomach all the time too. I didn't know how I would handle it. You sleep on your side or you just kind of prop yourself up with pillows and then you just deal with constipation. You know, what's the absolute worst when you are going away, maybe for a romantic weekend uh, to a hotel and you, you get into the hotel room, you put your bags down and you got to go to the washroom and you realize that. There's a glass door. Like there's zero privacy. Like none. Like why? What? Who thought that was a good idea?
0: Wasn't there a glass door in our in our hotel room in Miami? Yes. Ah, but you're my mother.
1: It's still bizarre. Well, I go to the washer with the door open anyway. But yeah, I mean, if you're having a romantic weekend. And you go away, like in the early years with your father, (laughs) and you show up at that hotel room, the last thing you want to do is to be, you know, go and poop. So, you got to hold it in. That's not good for you. Do not hold it in. Thanks again to Senecott Laxatives for encouraging us to break the poo taboo. I think we've done it. In this i think you were a little nervous at first at the beginning of this podcast but i think this is a good step in the right direction
0: (laughs) you know maybe i'm you know what i'm gonna go down to shoppers and i'm gonna hold it in my hand and go to the (laughs) the woman instead of doing a (laughs) self-checkout yes and i'm gonna i'm gonna carry it walking home like this
1: we got our Seneca in our That's hand. What, yeah, step one. So next time you're in the pharmacy section, grab a box off the shelf, just like George is going to do. Yep. Um, so you're not caught unprepared. Remember, Senecott is made with natural Senna. So that was important to us. And it provides gentle overnight relief in typically six to 12 hours. That's how long it takes. So, uh, and it is gentle relief. So you don't need to worry about experiencing that sudden rush of relief. Um, it's very gradual. So that's what we like about it too. So thank you so much Senacott, for inspiring this podcast because it's been a lot of fun. We definitely broken the, the poo taboo. We did it. We, we did, did it. What we set out to do As always, we're too far apart. We're doing too, but yeah. maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, you'll just have uh, to tune into the next podcast. So thank you Senecott. And thank you so much for listening to the Mother Daughter Date podcast. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Mother Daughter Date podcast. We really appreciate it. We really do. So please subscribe. Yes. Yes. And you can follow us on our social channels. That would be awesome. At? Mother Daughter Date. Where?
0: Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
1: Thanks for spending this time with me, Georgia.
0: You're welcome. So much fun.
1: I love doing charity work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh.